Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Warner Brothers is spending millions to bring millionaire Bruce Wayne and his alter ego to life. Is this a gamble for the studio? Will Batman pay off? Will there be bad hysteria? And this is Showbiz Today, <laughs> live Tuesday, February 28, 1989. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo and joining me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here, Tommy, and rounding out the trio, a man who recently published a new premium episode of ours to Bandcamp. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> One of my biggest achievements, to be honest. Thank you for saying it. One like, of your biggest recent achievements. Like bringing someone out at like a, an award show or whatever. Like, you might know this, man. Yeah. <laughs> Rounding yes. out the trio, which I my brain took to be a fat joke and then had to tell itself, <laughs> calm down, brain. It's just a turn of phrase. Turn? What's that meant to mean? Are mm-hmm. you saying when I turn around, a truck beeping noise happens? <laughs> Anyway, wow, that's all funnier than what I was going yeah. for. We did, was... uh, yeah, the, the premium episode that's up. Uh, we are all, you make it sound like it's an Adam Solo endeavor. Well, I just said that he published he, it. I, I he hit, hit the button. He I had did. to fucking abide by Bandcamp's stupid rules yes. of 600 megabyte maximum, but oh, you've got to be lossless. Yeah. We yep. need ultimate quality, but only a moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's all split up and available there in little parts that you can listen through as one beautiful journey. It's about uh, the classic. Disney games, mm. which you might think, listen, I'm going to give a pitch here okay. from the perspective of someone who doesn't want to listen to it. <laughs> okay. I've never played a Disney game. I've never fucking given a shit about them, but it's fun to hear about them because there's a lot more history there and a lot more interesting stuff there than you might imagine. Yeah. And we tried to put a little bit of showbiz pizzazz on it. Yes. I think it's a good one. I think it's a great one. I haven't listened to it, but I was there for it. <laughs> well, yeah, because um, the history of Disney games, it does very interestingly. There is this like fascinating period of them that is kind of um, just a, a bizarre time in the world of licensed games as a whole. Mm. So we get really into that. Yeah. We talk about... And they chart the course of how licensed mm. games changed over time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that broader conversation is real interesting. And also yeah. just the Disney company as a whole, we get kind of get into that yeah. a fair yep. bit. And well, I mean, I said it's not a solo Adam Endeavor, mm. but it kind of is in a way because you... you you ca- you went into the lab and you co- and you cooked <laughs> Got up out some the beakers yes. and I was like, listen, Muppet, help me out. Um, cooked up some little musical interludes that I've seen people on our socials mm, singing the praises. They're of. raving about. Yeah. They're only short. The critics are raving about I've been, Adam I've, Knox's yeah, new release. I've been standing outside Bandcamp with a video camera, just getting exit interviews. With people <laughs> Do you know like, there's one person in Australia who works at Bandcamp? In all of Australia, there's really? one Bandcamp oh. employee, and I know him. I've oh. known him for years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Just a coincidence. I found this out the other day. I didn't realise that's where he worked. And that's how you've been embezzling all of (laughs) (laughs) this. 
Uh, the, yeah, I'm going to send him an email to be like, stop sending us email every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, he's just presumably working from home, just every now and then on the phone to the States being like, can I get like just... Just one more guy in here, please. I'm so lonely. <laughs> I think they're mostly so based bored. in Europe somewhere. I think it's right. like a Swedish company or something. Okay. I, I can't remember. Maybe Finnish. I can't remember. But um, He's just playing like table tennis, but with half the table folded up against they the did, wall. Not, just, not to like, yeah, not to dox anybody, but okay. uh, here's his exact address. But no, they like him and a bunch of people moved into like a new building that was be- being built. Right, and, like right. Him and a bunch of friends were like, hey, let's all buy... Oh, apartments yeah. in this building at the same time. That's cool. And maybe we can get them to do a discount. I don't know why they did it, but they did it. But then, yeah, his job being the only person in the country who is working in the, for this company mm. relies on internet. Yes. New building. Oh, no, apparently it does not no. work. Oh, no. Anyway. That would be awesome if he was through. just like, <laughs> man, I work at one of those awesome offices where it's like there's a fridge with beers in it. There's an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only person that works at Bandcamp. <laughs> there's and half I work a from ping home. pong table. It's always <laughs> yeah. done that thing where one half's lifted up. He could have a little slippery slide <laughs> in his apartment just yeah. to recreate the Google experience. Exactly. Touch himself. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> how most hey. of those companies end up going. <laughs> just snuck it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Touch <The> himself. <laughs> if working from home and touching yourself is uh, is a Google requisite, then I'm overqualified. <laughs> and then baby, call me the Google Doodle. <laughs> the um the the anyway, the point is you can go to filthy casuals pod dot bandcamp dot com mm. you can get that disney one and uh, it's like a dollar australian or more if you want to uh, support the show a little bit there and there's like what 15 16 other ones no at idea, this actually. Point? i think it's 20 something right yeah, yeah, so yeah. we've been doing them for ages so they're, they're the whole catalog is on there or yep. if you would like to sign up to our patreon mm. on the 20 10 dollar tier 10, yeah. you uh you'd get access to all of them plus the bonus episodes that we do Every goddamn week. Yes. And you get those Bandcamp ones a week early when they come out. Yes. Too. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, tell I, you what. I tell you what. <laughs> no, oh, I had a good one. <laughs> no, but I'll tell right, you, you what. <laughs> no, it's, it's on the same topic. If, oh, okay. if you sign up for the Patreon, I have a sneaking suspicion that next week's bonus episode is going to have some very interesting stories to be told. Yeah, yeah. We haven't um, recorded it yet, yeah. so maybe they'll fall flat. <laughs> yeah, we haven't recorded it, and we just burnt most of them off air. But I think, I think once we try and recreate the magic in four days' time, it's well, going to be really good. I'll have forgotten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got a and terrible memory. And so will memory. I, unfortunately. Yeah. So, Tommy, it's all on you. Oh, hell yeah. We, uh, we had a fun outing. And a lot of interesting characters popped up along the way. Well, you can get that and you can get things a week early. Speaking of a week early, mm. you know what else you, go, can, you could have gotten a week early? One mm. week ago. Oh, yeah. Well, six days ago today. The mm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign. Mm. Okay. They did a thing. This is new for them. And it's like the, the, the early access pre-order and you can play it four days early, whatever things has been going on for a while. Yes. The, the new Call of Duty did a thing where if you had the game pre-ordered, it comes out the rest of it tomorrow, the 28th of October. Mm-hmm. But you could play the just the campaign a week early, so I did that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of the dumbest pieces of shit I've ever played. <laughs> I had fun. Let me be clear again. So you guys have not. Let I'm, me be frank. I'm the Call of Duty guy here, <laughs> <laughs> speaking directly to camera in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you? Do you? What? What? So. Neither of you played Modern Warfare 2019. No, right? no. I've Did never you... interacted with a single Call of Duty game ever <laughs> right. in my life. Did, what about the old Modern Warfare games yeah. back in like the late 2000s? Yeah. You played them? Yep. Okay. Modern Warfare 2 was like one of the biggest hyped up huge releases of all time yes. at that time. It was well, massive. Modern Warfare 1 had been 
just like genre changing, basically. It was enormous. Yeah. And uh, Modern Warfare 2 was, I think, a decent follow-up. A lot of people felt it didn't quite measure up to the first one. Mm. I certainly didn't feel that, but it was a fun, um, bombastic, ridiculous campaign. Reggae fantastic? (laughs) I wouldn't say that, but I would (laughs) definitely try and find someone who could say that (laughs) and get them to say that because I agree. Yeah, Just imagining an IGN review where they're like, Modern Warfare 2 is bombastic. In fact, it's reggae fantastic. (laughs) There were plenty of other culturally inappropriate things that were said about it and included in it. Yeah, fair. (laughs) <laughs> it it was like this this it's where it got a bit more comic booky because obviously mm. Modern Warfare One Call of Duty Four was like and all the Call of Duty games are over the top part of the thing is their spectacle yeah. and their big uh, ridiculous set pieces their like uh, silly intense stories with these sort of larger than life characters mm. in kind of real military situations yeah and that t- yeah two thousand nine Modern Warfare Two was where like one of your teammates always wears this skull mask and like <laughs> yep. the general of the army betrays you in like a slow motion thing. It's it, like if Michael Bay made a video game. So this is like if Michael Bay made a video game after a head injury. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is one of the stupidest, worst written things. And I looked up Ooh. the writer because I was like, what's going on here? Mm. And and looked into this more. The writer is this guy who used to be a cop and has written a oh. bunch of shit. Okay. Has written like TV shows, has David won awards Simon? for it. Won a, uh, it's not, not David <laughs> Simon. It's not the wise David Simon. <laughs> he's, well, he's a writer who used to be a cop. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll look up his name again i should have done this already the only one (laughs) but uh he wrote uh infinite warfare oh yeah which was the sort of space one with kit harrington in it yeah um which i also did not like the story of Mm. and look there is an argument to be made that a call of duty game story is one of the least important things in the world in the world (laughs) like Honestly, because you might say like, oh, an ant, but ants are important to the ecosystem. I would One never say an ant. Who colony. would say an ant? I would never say. I don't know. Someone who doesn't like ants. I'd say well, okay, that no, cricket but you mean, from A Bug's Life would sure. say ants. Mm. You mean someone's like, like one singular ant, not ants an as a An ant. One ant. Yeah. yeah, we can lose one ant. We can lose okay. one ant. Yeah. You're more likely to have a bet. Like, it's better for the world if you lose the story for Modern Warfare <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, true. Right. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Uh, I, I can't find this guy's name, but whatever he is, David Jesse Simon. Stern wrote the old one. It's not that guy, but it's some some. Is he related to Daniel Stern? <clears throat> I have no idea about Jesse Stern, who wrote the 2009 Modern Warfare two. Because Daniel Stern's a good actor <laughs> from Bushwhacked. The very same. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, this guy has written a story with more holes in it than. Here we go. Uh, a, a 2007 DVD shop in the new rel- just turned weekly section. What is this game? A colander? Holes. <laughs> the film Holes. What is this game? A colander works. Oh, I thought. When why, you said- why have I got a hankering for Swiss cheese all of a sudden? Yeah, that's that's that has holes. That's in one it. of them. Sorry, I jumped in because when you were saying what a DVD is this? My shop- underwear. <laughs> Yeah. When you were saying DVD shop, I didn't think you were going to refer to a specific DVD. I mm. just thought you were talking generally about the fact that every DVD Me has too. a hole in the middle. <laughs> Me well, too. Right, right. That's, that's exactly what I thought. Picking up the DVD that's for holes. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> picking up the DVD for holes and it says holes and then there's an actual little hole. <laughs> yeah. It should just have it should just have like an S next to the hole. Well, or it should just the movie should just be called Hole. <laughs> Because there is only one hole in the That's DVD. True. So he, like, he was an actor. He wrote um, "Once Upon a Time in." Am- I mean, he was uh, in "Once Upon a Time in America." Oh, sure. Okay. 
uh, as an actor. He's been in a bunch of shit. He's like a voice actor in a bunch of movies, uh, movies and games and stuff. Uh, this is the guy who wrote it. This is the guy who wrote it. Okay. Also writer of Modern Warfare 2. He also was one of the writers of Modern Warfare. Whatever it was. Because the first one, mm. it's, I'm running around in circles here, but the first one was fine. The right. story was kind of interesting. And I felt like it was like this kind of return to form thing almost of like they'd gotten sillier and sillier and I'd like them less and less the campaigns. And mm-hmm. then the 2019 one was pretty fun mm-hmm. and a bit silly still, but also like a bit reined in. Yep. Right. This is just makes no fucking sense. There's so many things that happen where, like, I won't give away the story of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 okay. for anybody, but, like, there are things that happen where the characters commit full-on war crimes <laughs> and then later on they're like, oh, no, this other character is committing, committing a full-on war, war crime. Mm. But it's not done as though it's, like, a commentary uh, right. on, right. you know, oh, America doesn't understand that it's the instigator sometime or whatever. Right. It's done to further this this stupid story that completely takes you out of this campaign that is being driven hugely by the story. There are yeah. more cutscenes in this than the average Call of Duty. Yeah, right. It's really focusing on these characters. So they've turned it into a JRPG. <laughs> <laughs> it's hours and the, hours yeah, you have to go to school every day and build up your social links with Price, and he's like, oh, "Where are you going?" And like it's. The fact that it puts the story more at the forefront is why me giving this one less of a pass than plenty of the other stupid Call of Duties is happening. Right. Like, well, I thought because Black Ops Three in twenty fifteen there was Black Ops Cold War recently. Cold War, yeah. So Cold War that was which was Black Ops Five. Black Ops 5. Call of Duty uh, eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> and that was between the Modern Warfare One remake and this one, right? Yes, there yeah. was. It was like the Modern Warfare. Uh, Black Ops, they did that World War Two one last year. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And now this one. I thought the Cold War story and cinematics and characters were good. Agreed. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Like, they're all Fast and the Furious movies. Yes. Like, you've got to lop a little part of your cerebellum off to mm. enjoy them, but it is enjoyable in yes. that way. They're popcorn y. Mm. And this one, the popcorn's got no dick in it. It's that unenjoyable. Oh, no. That's how unenjoyable this popcorn is. I don't want to reach for that at all. No. (laughs) Taking the box of popcorn back to the candy stand (laughs) midway through the movie and being like, I'm terribly sorry. Sorry, I I was led to believe. (laughs) There's no hole. (laughs) Um, It's just like, it's because the annoying thing about it is that I like some of the way that they've done some of these characters Mm. There's like a new one called Alejandro who is like pretty well acted and like I like his thing. Lady Gaga's friend. That's the one. Yeah. Is that what that song is called? Ale- Alejandro. Alejandro. Yeah. Are you sure his name's not Bad Romance? <laughs> <laughs> it 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 is just like it's taking you to these beautiful locations and getting you to do things that are often fun. Mm. And in the back of your head, you're like sense right 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 right, like there's a bit where there's like in the original modern warfare 2 there was like a you know a a heel turn Mm -hmm. a betrayal and the way that a similar thing happens in this is so out of like so unjustified right not even like a haha i was evil all along but like a weird disagreement takes place that that cannot be resolved by anything other than slaughtering a nearby village. Right, okay. right. It it makes no fucking sense. 
at all. Clearly, I, I wish I could talk about the specifics of it to give you an understanding of how ridiculous it is. Maybe mm. we could do a sealed section at the end where you just go all. Yeah, I don't I care. Would, I'm not going to play it. I'd love to hear this. Yeah. All right. Maybe we let's get to the end of the app and then yeah, do you want to yeah, do like yeah. a back end sealed section? Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. it's I, dumb as hell and it's annoying because uh, I like some of the ideas as soon as trying to. Uh, change up what you do in like a Call of Duty campaign for the the major criticism of most of those that I have had as well is that you go through them and it is like a hallway. It's a corridor. Yeah, right. You're doing the same thing again and again. You're shooting these guys and there's some of that in this, but you're you're you've got enough of those sort of Call of Duty set PC things to make it enjoyable. Then there's a couple of levels where you're doing this almost like survival and crafting thing. Oh yeah. And I believe it's partly in there to teach you about it for like Warzone and all those things oh, yeah. where you do that for Call of Duty now. Yep. But yep. it doesn't really work very well in mm. this particular uh, context. And it's a bit of a, it feels more like jamming the brakes on than giving you a fresh right. uh, new thing to do in the middle of it. It's also weirdly buggy in oh. parts like that isn't common for these games, but there's a lot of stuff in there that is like quite, it, it feels like it was pushed out the door. Right. Mm. Obviously this is one that's coming out post COVID and everything and video games are in a weird spot now. So I'm not super like, inclined to be critical too heavily of that but it is there mm. still looks good the lighting and stuff is nice mm -hmm. those games look like it is daytime when it's daytime mm -hmm. and it's nighttime when it's nighttime it's night vision time when it's night vision time oh, it's a lot of that there's a fair bit of it in this clearly that one bit from like that first modern warfare where they went through the apartment building yep. like clearing it out they were like that was pretty fucking good huh and yeah. they're like let's do that six times yeah 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 but it works and like the the, the spectacle is there when it's there it's just a, a shame that they're putting this kind of more comic booky story on top of it and more character focused and uh like unrealistic stuff that could be fun is so poorly delivered mm. and so um without foundation that it crumbles uh, uh with like even the amount of thought that you would put into a typical call of duty game which is very little right, right. it's it's um a shame in that way but still kind of fun and still a nice um like not 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 the worst thing in the world, and well, obviously a Call of Duty game is about the package rather than one element. Thankfully, uh, as of now, you'll be able to play Call of Duty on your PlayStation mm -hmm. for the next few years. Okay. Um. But oh right, yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> some like, point, yeah, why wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> at some point, you may only be able to play it on uh, Microsoft systems. Yeah, they've been around. Like Microsoft, the way that they talk about stuff is clever yeah, and I think honest, but also very thought out and very uh, insidious is too strong of a word. <laughs> but there's a couple of things. Calculated. Yeah. They yeah. did it with that. You're right. that Because, you know, the, all the Activision merger stuff, people have been... And there's existing contracts that prevent them from making Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive yes. for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. Is what they've said. Yeah. Um, they've been like, of course, we'd love to have it be... You know, on Game Pass and all this stuff, it will be on other consoles for uh, the foreseeable future, sort of thing, is what they're saying. Yeah, but and that's that's the lawsuit that's happening in the UK, I think, because it's happening all over the place. There was so a lot yeah. of the stuff that was coming out was in Brazil, like yeah, a, because it's such an international company, a bunch of different. Yeah, yeah, but I think there's been speculation I've seen actually that because Sony's case is that this is an unfair monopoly, right? Um, potentially, Sony, and the reason is like, 
they're being the Sony is saying like, well, obviously, once they merge, they will make stuff exclusive. That's what they're going to do. They're going to make these big franchises right. exclusive to their platform. And so Sony hasn't been leaning as heavily on promoting their own exclusives. Oh. Because if they did that, it would undercut their own case. I guess they have been coming out and saying like, yeah, we want to get PlayStation games on PC. Yeah, yeah. A lot more than they used to. Yeah. And like, obviously God of War has been promoted heaps and is out in more like a week or two or something. But I haven't seen a lot of that like only on PlayStation type of branding, I and suppose. a lot of the state of plays have been more about the PSVR 2. The Yakuza games. The Yakuza stuff, games that are cross-platform. Yeah. So... I don't know. That's just a bit of you know, bit of skullduggery that's going around. Maybe there's a bit of game playing going on in the in in that sense. Yeah, yeah. The other thing they said, I think today, Phil Spencer, I believe, said it. Mm. I always have to stop myself from saying Phil Spector. Yeah. Mm. Not only in that context, but all day. It's like a tick. <laughs> um, well, he's your idol. I love the man. <laughs> the things he accomplished. His fashion sense. Yeah. Um, Phil Spencer said about, he was asked, I suppose, about um, inflation and stuff like that and said, like, of course, some products will go up in the future. We, it was very important to us for the holiday season that prices remain the same. It's which, like uh, what Coles are doing. Have you seen that, that no. ad? They've, they've kept the prices down and locked. Oh, I have seen price locked until January. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like... January's like two months away. <laughs> That's the thing. Him saying holiday season means, oh, cool, there'll be an Xbox price increase in February or yep. January or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Sony already went out there and like, we're doing it. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they ripped that Band-Aid off. Yeah. The Oculus. The Oculus. I'd already yeah. forgotten, honestly, as well. I mean, I don't have to buy one, but... That's... Yeah. Yeah. Stuff will go up. And obviously, the price of Game Pass will go up in the future. Like, this is a... Yeah. Uh, an intro time and, and, you know, you look at stuff like Netflix, everything goes up over time. Yeah. But uh, I think you if, you, if you, you can be fairly safe in betting that it'll happen fairly shortly into the new year. Yes. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this cost of living stuff. You know what? Well, you know what it's will fun. be, uh, you know what will be worth the presumably higher price tag when it eventually comes out. The suicide machine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, as I mean, much as you want. They can charge whatever they... Yeah, it yeah. can cost everything in my bank. Yeah. I care. They already exist and also never use them. Yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Resident Evil 4 <laughs> remake. Yes. Yeah, we got some. We kind of mentioned that they were doing this thing. They did that Resident Evil showcase last week, right after we recorded or the day. I feel like this always mm. happens. There's a big. Yeah. There's a big showcase where it's like, here's everything that's coming out, and then like 48 hours later, it's like, oh, and by the way, here's just an extra trailer. It's like, did someone just forget to put this in the presentation? Mm. Like, we, there's just a showcase all the time. We like live yeah. in one of those towns that would be at this weird cross section between everywhere you would want to go in a country. So every circle. Circus would go through there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There yeah. must be a town where the circus was there every other week with some different circus. New York, maybe that's the one. <laughs> LV, yeah, <laughs> Las Vegas. Um, yeah. yeah, they showed some Resident Evil, a little bit of the DLC, which comes out tomorrow for eight. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's uh, the Rose stuff. The yeah. Rose stuff yeah. and adding third person mode yeah. to the game. Real weird. Yeah, yeah but um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, for remake. It's looking great. Mm. It looks, um, yeah, like 
Two, it's similar to what you would expect if you'd seen the two and three remakes and played them, right? And obviously, like, it doesn't need as much done to it as two and three mm, did to w- to make it look modern. It definitely in terms of like um, the the design of the shooting and stuff like that. But it does look like they've changed more than I maybe expected them to, even mm. because like that they show that kind of initial section of like the first house and that first village fight that is very famous. And they've changed the way that house is and all the stuff happening there looks very different to the first game. Um, the village thing looks similar, but it all looks great. Everyone's mm. running around the place and reacting to being shot and doing all the Resident Evil 4 things you would want them to do. Yep. Big Chainsaw Man's back. Oh. He's still got a sack over his face. Mm-hmm. Poor shy man. <laughs> I think it's, I, yeah, I mean, I don't mind them changing stuff here and there because you can already get, you know, it doesn't, Resident Evil 4 hasn't dated that badly in terms mm. of, how it looks and plays, and you can get it on pretty much everything at this point. There's a million ways to play that original one. So I'm glad they're not just, like, chucking a fresh coat of paint on the old one. Um, And, I mean, there's that VR one that's a great way of playing it. So it kind of feels like it is being designed less in a way of it being someone's very first experience with it and more for, like, hey, you played it back in the day and now you're, you know... Now you now you're going through it again with a you know with a few tweaks here and there. Totally. The big one that I've seen people single out, and I mean this is a weird change because this is like such a kind of like a huge in my head a hugely iconic video game moment. The little dog that you rescue at the start of the game. Mm. There's a little dog in it, and he's caught in a trap, and you let him out, and then he comes and helps you um, later on in a boss fight. And then in this, he's just he's already dead. <laughs> Yeah, right. I didn't oh, even boy. pick up on that bit. <laughs> killed off, killed <laughs> oh, off the no. dog that you can help, which is just like, I mean, I feel like, I mean, that happens within the first like couple of minutes of the game. Right. Really making a point of like, this ain't your grandpappy's Resident That's Evil right. 4. <laughs> the world is a lot harsher and more <laughs> depressing now than it was in the 90s. The dog got COVID. <laughs> yeah. It is like all of the uh, the characters obviously look more realistic, but their faces look a bit odd. Mm. They're, all, they're all a bit stiff looking and I hope it retains that sense of like, adventure and like kind of humor that four had um rather than going too serious mm. you know I'm, I'm sure that'll be the case but it's it's great news to me that they're mixing things up a bit yeah Final the two Fantasy and three ones were remake style yeah. yeah the two and three ones were incredible i feel like three less so but that's probably more to do with like the original game that's underneath it as and well. That you know there's all that talk that they sped that one up a bit and it was meant to be dlc initially and yeah mm. you know, so uh, I, it looks cool. It comes out in March, which is so fucking soon. And the, yeah, just little changes of like when he's running around that village bit, there's a part where like the chainsaw guy runs under like a staircase, which chops the staircase down. So then you can walk up it later. And like that definitely yep. wasn't in it initially. Um, and little changes like that of just fresh things for people who've played that game like yeah. five times or whatever. Like I Right. Know. So you're not just on autopilot. Going yeah, through. exactly. Yeah. That just looking at a nicer thing would be like, well, I'd have modded it on the PC or mm. whatever, if I wanted to do that, again. Mm. you know, like, and it looks better than that, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's cool that they're freshen it up a bit. Yeah. Well, and yeah, also, I mean, the, yeah, it, it, the way that it, ha- the original handled was that you had to, Stop to aim, right? You had to yeah. the shooting, which even just in the VR mode, the VR version of it, being able to just shoot on the go, mm. people kind of commented like, oh, this changes it quite dramatically. Like that was kind of the first step of having a version of it that, that played a bit differently. Right. So, 
yeah, even just all even just all that stuff, having it handle a bit different mechanically will be fuck fucking cool. It'll mate. be fucking sick, bro. Fucking cool. I, it helps that it's one of the best games ever made too, because yes. there's not that many games where I would be this interested and excited by the relatively minor changes that they are making. Yeah, but yeah. it's certainly <laughs> enough for it to to pop it off. Because but that game didn't really have a problem with it when it launched. A game that did mm. is another one they're remaking. Uh, one of those projects, a CD project, kind of said, oh, oh, we're yeah. doing like 50 Witcher games and 100 mm-hmm. Cyberpunk games and a million others. Uh, one of them is a Witcher 1 remake. Yes. Which is good news. It was never on console. It was it PC wasn't. only, which at this point, you know, we've forgotten, but CD Projekt Red were focused on PC for a long time and because mm. it, it was capable of handling these, at the time, you know, um, ambitious games. Yeah, The Witcher 1 was kind of that too, but it is super hard to go back to. I think I've tried it, and I tried 2, mm. and was like, no, I'm just going to play 3. Because 3, two, 1 and 2 aren't open world games, right? Um, they kind of are, not in the same way as 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got, like, 1 has sort of distinct chapters with an open area in each of them. Okay. Uh, I don't think I ever ended up playing 2. I, two, th- I, I think th- it was similar. I think it was, like, a lot... It was set pieces in bigger, big levels. Right. Um, I can't remember if it was open world or not, but yeah. I think they were more of that, like, sort of semi... Like, like a Neverwinter Nights, that type of oh, older yeah. RPG. That's what Witcher 1 reminded me of a lot. And the writing was great in it, mm. but it just uh, did not feel good to play. Yeah. There was a lot of, you know, running very pointlessly back and forth between grey walls to, sh- you know, be... Oh, I've killed your fucking rats. And then the person <laughs> would be like, oh, thank you in an interesting, well-written way. Mm. And be like, that was kind of cool. <laughs> I'll yeah, do it again, I yeah, guess. Yeah. So uh, it, it's great to have that one of all of them uh, get a little sparkle. Yeah, and then I'm sure they'll do two later on. <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah. Uh, not on the Series S, though, potentially. Mm. Look at these fucking slippery little slides that we're <laughs> s- sliding down on. Yeah, we greased up for this one today. Oh. <laughs> there, there was a thing that I found interesting of um, this developer... During the week, let me let me remind myself of who it even was. Uh, this person from um, from Boom Crash Opera. It was uh, Bossa. That's Bossa it. Studios. Soul Bossa Nova. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I Am Fish is a game they've made. I I have no experience with this, but this person was saying that they and it's like the tweets have since been deleted, sort of mm. thing. That um. A ton of developers um, don't want to develop things for Series S. Yeah. Want Microsoft to remove that as a necessity right. for development because it is particularly hard to cram a game into. And I would love for that to be removed if that is the case. It's, yeah, yeah. it's the RAM in particular I've seen people speculate is too small to, uh, and you actually have to design a game around that sort of stuff hmm. because it is the amount of space you are able to put into in front of people yeah 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 and like having to include those like you know loading screen elevator trips and squeezing through cracks and stuff like yeah a lot of that stuff is included to to reduce the um the the load on yeah oftentimes there was some weird little thing this week as well i cannot remember what it was but people get mad about like uh someone walking through a crack in a game Mm. because it was hiding a loading screen the guy was like it's not always doing that often we have to put it there as a funnel because you fucking idiots will go backwards instead of (laughs) 
fighting in this fight we've just set up for. You'll turn around and run away. So That's we have good. to make a wall for you dumb cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the exact way they said it, but it was basically that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, it is like, it's a shame. And we, I think everyone said this initially when it was coming out. It's like, it makes sense as a thing to put on a shelf during this transitionary period mm. between mm. the two generations of like. Because yeah. it's like not what, like, not super far off the Xbox One. The, 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 it's yeah, it's better than the One X, but not by enough to yeah make it an actual fully next gen. The Series X is is equivalent to the the next gen stand. You yeah, know, that is yeah. the one. When is this fucking current gen gonna start? Like this is <coughs> yeah, you know, surely now, right? It, it's like, yeah. and I know it. See, it comes across as like a very like elitist thing to just be like, you buy the new console or. You miss out on the games, mm. and I, you know, I know that it's, you know, it gives people access to the the games that are coming out if they well, can't afford. But it's also, it's like, you've got that old console, you've got a huge, li- there's a huge library of games on it. Yeah, you, you know, you had you. That's that's how it's always worked. There's a four or five year window. There's lots of stuff to play there on it now. Meanwhile, these new things, it's still crazy to me that like mm. this isn't more. This seems to be just like not that much of an issue to people that like these PlayStation fives that we got two years ago. What's on there that's yeah. like that's that you need that to? There's plenty of stuff that looks nicer on it, but there's like, fuck, there's like Ratchet and Clank is the thing I've and I loved that. Yeah, but that should have been yeah. that should have been the launch. That should have been the kickoff. Mm. Like, it, this it's just a crazy thing to me that this isn't this, this doesn't bother more people. I don't know. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16 is PS5 only, I guess, is the yeah. next big one, and like yep. Rock, Ragnarok. Which is out in two weeks is the last one, and I think they said at some point they're like, "That's kind of it for right. the big ones, at least." I think yeah, it's because I mean, pe- pe- gamers seem to think like gaming is a right, yeah, <laughs> you know, and so yeah, it's I'm like, sure. well, you have to make sure that people can afford, you know, can play this and play that, and you know, like you have to be egalitarian about it. And it's like these are like luxury toys, like th- there's no. And you get the newest do, thing you know, because you like... It's a privilege like, to be able to yeah. afford even an old-gen console. And it, the selling it, point has always been, like, you want the newest tech and you want the yeah. thing that looks the best and the and that's why you accept the hefty price tag mm. if you go in on day one because you'll have the... You're someone who likes to have the flashiest-looking thing and there's just, like, precious little on it that really showcases what this thing can do. Yeah. There's some stuff. And it's just... It's so hard because, like, as a company... It makes complete sense to be, especially after like, you know, the the start of that last generation when they were bringing in the Xbox One, people were like, well, what if we don't want to have it always online? He's like, then get a 360. And people hated that because it does seem like this flippant way of like, uh, you know, treating that subject, I suppose, especially in a time when we were like, simply spend the $750 to get it and next year $800, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... It makes a lot of sense business-wise to put your product in as many places as possible. It's it's true, uh, but yeah. But creativity-wise, it's cool to use the best possible paints and canvases. Yeah, you know, it, and it's it's also the case that like the people developing these things now feel like they've been scarred by being kids when like the Super Nintendo came out. And you're like eight and trying to convince your parents to get you one. And they're like, we've got a Nintendo. It's like, <laughs> no, but this one's but this one's better. It's like, in what way? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, trying to get it over the lot. It's like, oh, well, what if, oh, what if eight-year-old me didn't have to 
own the Super Nintendo to play Super Mario World? Mm. What if I could play a shit version of it on the <laughs> NES? <laughs> and people would have been going like, oh, fucking, I, no, I would have been going like, Super Mario All-Stars, I've already played these games. You know, it's always yeah. been happening and uh, I guess it's just that particularly with consoles, they've never made a current console that is less capable mm. than the other current console, like the Series S in particular. The cross-generation stuff is one thing, and mm. that happened last time, and Metal Gear Solid Five was like on the PS3 and everything, and that made that game worse. The time it took for them to have right. to develop that crazy engine was part of why they didn't finish it properly. You know, So I agree that it, I, I don't love it as a thing to have to be making these... It's really complicated to make something that can be played in 50 places. Mm. Well, I mean, the way it used to but happen... I was just listening to the Kane and Rince fellas talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and that came out on the Master System, but it was a significantly downscaled version. They weren't right. trying to get it basically yeah. at... Pat, which is kind of what happens now, right? It's like it might like run a little smoother, but it, uh, smoother or less smooth depending on right. where mm. you're playing it, but it's essentially the same version, whereas like... The Master System version of Sonic Two, Tails just isn't in it because it's like, well, this hardware just can't handle having right. two things on the two characters on the screen at once. Right. And like the level layouts are different, the music's different. It's like, yeah, you can play it, but we're gonna have to make it's a different have a game. separate They're team yeah. working on it, basically yeah. a different game. Like, if they were as transparent about that now, that would be better. When they do that with like FIFA games for ages, but in a kind of gross way too, where they're like, it's FIFA Twenty Three. Uh, legacy edition yeah, which means it's yeah. fifa 19 or something yep. but with a new roster in it that sort of stuff is grubby but like yeah that my, my point was that like the cross-generational stuff is one thing but then it is a new thing to have a current generation console that is less powerful in this way i guess other than a switch and shit and what people do mm. with the switch is ignore it yeah and yeah. their microsoft's mandate that things have to run on a series x and s that is the thing that people have a problem it's not even the s existing if right. that was like here's the microsoft switch it's the small one and you yeah. can stream games to it yeah because it's got the cloud capability maybe that'll change in the future because of that mm. but yeah anyway speaking don't, don't of, buy any video game speaking buy of food only <laughs> <laughs> speaking of well yeah if you yeah um Games, games are a luxury item. They're not food. They're not a staple. Um, but you know what is a staple? But art belongs to everyone. <laughs> uh, well, you know what should belong to everyone? What's that? Um, Manscaped's beautiful products. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking art and commerce. That's right. Manscaped is taking over Australia. Oh, so, no. Uh, yeah, this is... It's uh, on. The how, spill is on. <laughs> that's how we're all finding out about the invasion. Um <laughs> Manscaped is taking over Australia just in time for the holidays. Their life-changing hygiene products are now available in all Woolworths Australia retail stores. Never forget... Right now? Yeah, I believe so. That's crazy. Yeah. Never forget, gifting Manscaped is the ultimate hack to, be to become the family favourite. We've all bought them for our dads. Oh, my grandma loves it. <laughs> loves it. <laughs> Make sure to swing by and pick up their signature lawnmower, the most brilliant ball trimmer to bless the motherland. Australia, is that Australia? I don't yeah. think anyone's ever fucking called it the motherland. Or the fatherland. We're, no. We're a colony. We're, yeah, we're nothing. Yeah. We, we invaded uh, native, uh, you know, culture and colonised it. Yeah, mm. and now Manscaped's doing it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to do it right this we time. We never ceded this land to you, Manscaped. <laughs> Join the six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by swinging by any Woolworths Australia or, and this is the bit I like. About New Zealand. This is the bit that I like. 
going to manscaped.com. Oh. <laughs> for 20% off and free shipping with the code filthy. Now, yeah. why wouldn't you do it? Yes, you can walk into your local Woolies and, hey, more power to you if you do. Sure. But... Get that 20% discount. Get it's interesting that, that they've shipping. asked yeah. us to advertise the thing that means that there'll be less evidence that these ads work well for them. Yeah, when you go to Woolies, <laughs> well, right Manscaped did a letter afterwards telling them that yes, you bought it yeah. at Woolies because of us. Yes. Type in filthy into the self-checkout and see if that does anything. <laughs> yeah, put it. Put Manscaped through his unwashed potatoes <laughs> and then send a letter to... <laughs> um, so yeah, That's if, the biggest discount puzzle. If, if you are Australian... And, uh, you know, not all of you listening are. In fact, most of you aren't, if mm. you do the maths. But those of you who are, you can now, if you haven't already, go to Woolworths and buy a Manscaped. But actually go to Manscaped.com. Go to Manscaped.com, use the code FILTHY. You get 20% off and free shipping, so it's actually cheaper to get it that way, both because they're 20% off, but also drive into the Woolworths, drive yeah. back. That's petrol. Yeah, More free convenient. shipping, someone else's petrol. They're doing it on their own dollar. Yeah. Exactly. Um, That's what we use in this country, by the way, is dollars. Yeah, dollary, dollary, dollars. Is Manscaped going to change that to scape coins or something? <laughs> Pube coin. <laughs> um, yeah, the shavings of your pubes are now your currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you shave your pubes, uh, the more money you have. That's all right. Oh, that's, that's pretty right. good. You'd that's actually great too because children can't have money. Yeah. Given that pocket money will be weird. What yeah. about people with like alopecia? Yeah, well, and we'll it have a support network. Okay. Because we've all got a UBI now, and if you've got a UTI, your UBI becomes very difficult to mm-hmm. shave off. Mm-hmm. But that, that means that that you will have to support people who are who are bald. Yeah, if yeah. you're bald, does that mean you've shaved your hair off to be rich? Yes. Baldness <laughs> is a sign of wealth in this brave new world. I'm zooming in from my yacht, and the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bought my new sports car, wind blowing through my scalp. <laughs> <laughs> so shave your pubes and go to manscaped.com, use the code FILTHY. 20% um, off free shipping. Uh, well, I talked about Call of Duty. Yeah, that's one a game I played. That's a one game? That's one a game. There were two others. Whoa! I've been playing a ton of this week. Three games. It's video game season. It really is. Oh, I'm so excited for it because tomorrow Bayonet is out as well. That DLC for Resident Evil, all the multiplayer stuff for Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of shit. God of War is just cresting the horizon. Mm. No, uh, Nintendo usually their review embargoes are at the pretty much always at the same time Mm -hmm. in the week of release. Bayonetta 3, the review's sneaking out a little bit earlier. I wonder if that's I think partly because a platinum thing. They want to mm. get the word out that this game is good mm. and get that get that voice actor controversy out of people's heads. I think they'd already possible. had this, this um, uh, uh, um, fucking... Game? Oh, what You just said the word, the thing where your time is up. Embargo. Movie. Embargo. <laughs> the embargo... Um, <laughs> Cat was already set before all the voice. Oh, really? Stuff. Okay, yeah, right, right, right. I'm pretty sure, but it's Damn. not a bad thing that I it's. I thought that was a good little co- uh, mm. good little conspiracy theory. It's not bad. Release the reviews. But like most conspiracy theories, <laughs> it's cooked never up. Stupid. That it's, not true. <laughs> it's cooked up by someone with an incredibly large penis. <laughs> There are, but there's certainly um, it's people. A, it's a good thing that all that Dan stuff game. came through. That hey, she maybe wasn't being fair to them. We kind of talked about it all last week. Mm. Nothing really mm. happened more, but she did come out and be like, "Well, yes, that report is right. Yes, but from my perspective, I'm still insulted. Messy. Um, but the game sounds good as hell, and I personally cannot wait. I've got tomorrow off. Goodbye, girlfriend. Bayonetta's yeah. my new girlfriend. I think I'm going to do another <laughs> midnight midnight sesh. 
Really? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked doing that. Just, you know, get that first hour out of the way. I'm going to go to bed early. In, rather than staying oh, up yeah. late and playing it for half an hour and getting tired. Good I'm going to go to bed early, get up early, play it all day. Okay. Oh, yeah, I do have to kind of be up early tomorrow anyway. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to bed at about midnight, um, get up tomorrow, just have a really nice, easy day. Not sure if I'll play Bayonetta 3 straight away or not. Okay. Um, might go for a walk outside. Yep. Um, any other? We want to. Any other sleeping pattern sort of stuff we need to check in on or build it around video games. Mm. Uh, the other two, uh, Marion Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. I've fucking loved playing more of that. It's such a good game. Maybe we'll talk about that more in a second. But also, mm. Got Ham Nights. Yeah. Got Ham. Got Ham. Got Ham. That old ad from the eighties. Yep. We all remember correctly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, we've both been playing it, Ben. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've played, I know, a few hours of it. Mm-hmm. Um, in between your leisurely walks, that's right. Your yeah. late morning croissants. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, sliding I, down your gut. You don't even bother to chew anymore. I had it so leisurely. I had an apricot Danish today. Actually, Ooh, okay. very yes. nice. Yeah. A uh, bit of custard in there. Never realised. A bit of custard in the Danish. <laughs> you never realised. <laughs> They're in all Danish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, uh, yeah, I played Gotham Knights. I uh, Oh, I was going to bring this up before, but I saved it because it was the wrong time to segue. Uh, I bought this uh, physically. Okay. Because $110 on the e-store. Right. Mm. $110 bucks for a game. Cracking 100 feels pretty bad. 125 yep. <laughs> has happened a few times to us. And I've refused. Right. I've refused to You know, partake. there's certain things Physical where you just get used to, like, cheaper. they might be going up, but they're always going to be south of this number. Yep. It's always felt like pre-100. It's like, you yep. know, they might, be, you know, sometimes you're paying 80, you're paying Launch. 90, you're getting up there, but it's always just felt like... Once, you know, we're not in triple digits yet and now mm. well over triple digits. At the launch awful. of the 360, yeah. there are a few games that are $120. Really? And a couple of Nintendo 64 games were more than 100 But then also Super Nintendo games used to get real fucking expensive nah, damn. sometimes. Okay. Inflation, I guess, it it's supposed to catch up to itself. You know, like it's, it is supposed to even out. If everything, if the entire co- economy is like, you know, tracking and there's not shortages or whatever, then the, the actual monetary, the number shouldn't, increase that much but whatever the case may be i uh got this off amazon and uh and yeah added it to my like collection of like nine games or something that (laughs) i have physically yeah it's so weird the printing out a physical disc putting it in a plastic case yeah chucking that directly in the ocean into a whale's mouth Mm -hmm. that is like significantly cheaper than than buying a digital game but uh I'm weirdly so the 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 reception of this opposite of what we were saying about Bayonetta before has been a nightmare for them. Like a lot of bad reviews, mm. yep, b- a lot of uh, negativity. <laughs> I quite like this game. I think it's good. I think it's old fa- or oh, it's dated. It in, feels like playing in, a PS3 game. Yeah, in yeah. almost every way. I feel like it's a bit dated. Yes. Um, visually, in, apart from the graphics, graphics graphics are fine. The the design of them and like the fidelity of them is is good. There's yes. some. You know, but yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, but in terms of like, yeah, the interface, the like, literally the menus, but also like the HUD, the the way that you'll like walk up to the start of like what is actually as a cutscene, like absolutely normal, not notably dated, but you'll like walk up to a giant glowing blue circle on the ground. It's like right. all of this stuff that's very it lacks elegance, it lacks the sort of simplicity and minimalism that contemporary games 
try to have. Yeah, when you have something like Elden Ring really trying to push the mm. like the kind of yeah the elegance and simplicity of things, and obviously not everything's going to catch up straight away. But you would hope that there'd be like more of a trickle down. Of same with like mm. God of War did it really beautifully. Like yes, you'd, Last you'd of hope us. that there'd be like way more of a trickle down effect, so that when well, something even d- hasn't even attempted to go near it, it does really stick out. Yeah. By the time they made Arkham Knight, which is like seven years ago, yeah, now, that that I think all of the Arkham games did it better than this. Like right. this, totally. this game feels. Over a decade old. Yes. In in those ways. But it feels like a fun PS3 game. It f- It's fun to play. That's the thing. Like, it is... it the, the story is, like, whatever. It doesn't have quite the same, you know, touch of, of class or fun or, you know, polish mm. that, yeah, even those Arkham's games... Arkham games had. Um, but it's a classic Batman-y, you know, comic book story... Um, the characters are all pretty iconic, even though they're all the sort of newer ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm that- liking their interactions with each other yeah. too. You've got sort of a little base where... So Batman's dead. He's been killed first thing in the game. Yeah. Wait. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. Uh, Queen Elizabeth and Batman yeah. both went down in the same uh, ship. And uh, Yeah, Raish al Ghul actually killed Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah. wanted her to be the next ma- leader of the League of Shadows. <laughs> yes. And she's like, no, that's my son. <laughs> Which one? You know. Um, but so he's gone and you are playing as uh, one of the four and you can change between them kind of whenever you want of... Uh, uh, Nightwing, yep. Red Hood, Batgirl, and Robin. Mm. So three of those were Robins at one point. Yes, yep. but you got three Robins and a Batgirl yep. at a pizza place, and you're you're going on these um, nighttime expeditions as a bat person is like to do. Mm. Uh, they from this like belfry kind of hub you've got where you'll get these kind of little almost mass effecty sitting on the ship kind yeah. of interactions yeah. where people will be chatting in the thing and yeah, yeah, saying yeah. a little quippy like hey little nightwing how about you fuck off fuck off little uh memory <laughs> things we're like oh a little flashback to another yeah. time when they had an argument and yeah, yeah. And, and that's all quite not and like yeah none of it's like super um elevated or whatever. like it's mm. all very comic booky and very fun I, it's like just uh chewy and 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 enjoyable yeah yeah it's very like yeah as with sort of the the simplicity and the datedness of like how it looks as a package it's also very like it's not a gritty superhero take this no. it's very bright very colorful um, which I think maybe turned people off as well a little bit. I'm liking it, but I could see it do that happen. I think I, I mean, my preference is for that more like serious or you know um, realistic. But also at the end of the day, yeah, the people wearing costumes fighting crime. So and it's not doing it so goofy that it's unbelievable or whatever. Like mm. it's got some groundedness to it, especially in. So you're 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 going out uh, on a night and you've got like sort of objectives uh, plastered around the map, which are like mm-hmm. either random crimes that are being committed, like kidnappings <laughs> <Random>. and robberies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I just stole the spork. I don't know. <laughs> um, and and you're you're going in sort of it's it boils down to being a bunch of Assassin's Creed style pinpoints on a map yeah. that you're driving a little motorbike yep, between. Yep. It's very uh, Spider Man. Sure. It it, re- it reminds me. It's again. It's not quite as polished, but it is that kind of mm, not super character filled um, open world. Mm. You know, like the Spider Man one. Obviously, is just New York. It's just the you know. And so I think people also expected Gotham to be a bit more 
you know, that Burton-y, gothic sort it's of thing. It's certainly not. It looks more like yeah. a city and like quite yeah. a plain... I mean, it looks like Gotham. It's all dark and brooding and yep. got the neon and whatever. And it looks decent. It just... Uh, it, it, it is a bit... A bit blanker. Yes. Then, especially, yeah, like Arkham Knight, which to be clear, this isn't a sequel to the Arkham games. Mm. It's developed by the people who did Arkham Origins. Yeah, uh, WB Montreal. WB Montreal, uh, which also sounds like the name of like an old oil billionaire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, an old, yeah, French Canadian. I'm a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, it, it's not a sequel to the Arkhams at all. It's in its own separate Batverse or whatever. Mm. Yep. But it does play similarly because yeah, as you're going. Yeah. Through this, yeah, kind of playing, kind of repetitive, still enjoyable and and uh, quite like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like quite a sincere open world. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make you have fun. Yeah, yes. Which feels good. Yeah. Um, I think they're just more limited in what they... Ha- like what they are capable of as a developer. And the the budget for this, and we'll get to the technical stuff soon because that's my biggest problem with the game. But mm. like, um, yeah, definitely like the, the 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 scope of it and the polish of it is less than than a Batman than than one of those Batman Arkham games. Yeah. And is more reminiscent of, yeah, like a PS3 Assassin's Creed, whatever. It's all just kind of there and there's different sort of more complex, like, oh, Harley Quinn's got this plot and mm. let's solve that mm-hmm. over multiple nights. But you're going out each night. Uh, as one of these characters and then like returning to the Belfry kind of when you're done or you've got nothing else to do mm. and resetting. So you're you're That's you're cool. not just yeah. out all of the time. You're you're going on individual kind of little missions. Yeah. Things. And yeah, like the the, the main sort of storyline quest line is more like you go out and then you go to a location. You go to GCPD headquarters and so it's like you can stealth through there, you can fight through there. Mm-hmm. It is a bit more like those linear story missions from the Arkham games. Uh, yeah, you go to Blackgate Prison. You go, you go into these sort of iconic locations, um, and that's all done fine. Like that's all done, yeah, totally well. They well, like will escalate it, the enemy types as you kind of further through the story missions. Yeah, a big, a big hook of this right is which I imagine uh, neither of you in, have engaged in yet is the mm. is that you can do the whole thing co op, right? Mm. I am not sure what the parts of it you can and can't do co op. Okay, are. I, there is definitely co op. I it doesn't appear. That it's the whole thing. Okay. You can do co-op. Interesting. It seems it, that you can switch co-op on or off and join right. multiplayer. You're right. I haven't done any of that. And honestly, like, even though I'm giving my opinion on this game, I don't want to. Yeah. It seemed like that's how it was really being pushed at a certain point. Certainly yeah. when it was first revealed, it looked to me like it was like you had to do this, you know, like a yeah. it takes two or something. Yep. Like you, the, you had to be doing it online. The scuttlebutt is that Avengers was responsible for that decision and yeah. the decision to move away from it. Okay, yes. Because right. um, it's not it's not front and center at all. I no. I like at some point I maybe was like, oh there, there's th- oh that option's there to do that. But mostly it is presented like one of those Arkham games. You're right. except yeah, like you say, that that sort of daily or nightly cycle of of uh, heading back to the the home base. I do think it's probably a part of the game's development that has made the rest of the game suffer because mm. when you're thinking about it, you can see like, yeah, this is kind of like a weirdly open area with X number of enemies shuffling in from corridors that yeah. could be easily altered for it, you know scaling if there's four people here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like the customization stuff, could you could see how that could much more be tied to like, yeah, you know, uh, and I guess the leveling and stuff, all of that stuff probably would have been tweaked. But yeah. also, there is a lot of customization, and you're like crafting your weapons and up, upgrading the levels, and also unlocking and crafting different suit 
colorways and different styles and you know i i love all that stuff like yep. I, i've always been a fan of that even yeah just in any game i love to sort of unlock that shit yep uh, and right. that, there's a bunch of it in there there so. is a lot i'm not particularly enjoying this one for some reason just because it's like kind of there's a disconnect between I, i'm not sure when i'm earning this stuff like oh, you're yeah. just kind of building stuff up all the time that you'll go and look at your crafting thing. You have six new mm. types of um, of club to build for whoever. Right. And it's like, well, I don't remember unlocking these. I don't remember gathering these resources in particular. You're just sort of getting them as you defeat people. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I'm not finding that particularly engaging. Um, as you defeat people being the main thing you're doing in yes. this game. So that's yes. in the, the kind of way it's similar to Arkham is that it's got a... Um, one button is punching, yes. one button is a ranged attack, one button is dodging, go fight. Yep. Uh, one button is grapple. One button is grapple eventually. Yep. One button is hold down this button and then push another button to do like a big attack. Mm -hmm. there's, there's more to it than that, but you're basically timing your punches, yeah. doing that thing of like trying to create a rhythm and it'll do a bit more damage, swapping who you're punching between. Uh, and dodging when like a spiky circle shows up around someone's fist or foot. Yep. Um, it's enjoyable and it works. It is not as good as the Arkham games were. No. It doesn't feel as flowy and as like cinematic and 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 uh, rhythmic and enjoyable as that. It yep. is a little stiffer and it's a little um, just just plainer like yeah. the rest of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still kind of I'm having fun doing it. It feels like I know that like it's easy to compare the Arkham ones to like a beat-em-up because right. that really is what they are. Like mm. they took the third-person, you know, action game and put beat-em-up stuff in it and did it really well. This feels more like a beat-em-up though. Like yeah. it's less, it is, it's less rhythmic. It less feels like you're actually like fighting this guy and when he attacks you, you know, do a, like it's more just like, you're kind of button mashing and you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it, it doesn't feel quite like you're actually like, locked into each character and fighting them. It just feels like you're a guy in the middle of the room punching a lot. Right? And I, I've found that I can very easily accidentally be pointed in the wrong direction when I'm fairly certain I've pointed the stick towards this guy to chuck a little batarang at him. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah. Why did I just punch literally the opposite direction right. to where the character <laughs> is in front of me? Um, it's totally okay. And like each yeah. of the characters has a few kind of minor differences between them, but they're pretty similar. Yeah. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I think the game all over is like a pretty solid example of your like, oh, it's totally fine. Yeah. 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 You know, there's nothing that it excels at. Mm -hmm. It's not doing anything where you could go like, oh, remember in Gotham Knights it did this? Yeah, I don't think. yeah. Um, Get it on a sale and you'll have a fun time with it. I think so. Yeah. Especially if you've got, uh, you know, if you've been bitten by the Batman and you've got the Lissa virus yes. yep. <laughs> in, your, in your blood, um, you'll... you'll Probably have a better time with this, and I think a lot of um, the reviews I'd seen had led me to believe. I'm, I was surprised that I'm enjoying it as much as I am because it kind of does a bunch of stuff that I'm often not that keen on, of like an open world with repetitive tasks and stuff. Mm. But it's just doing something that I'm uh, um, um, having a good enough time with. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times reviewers will come down like way harder on a game that is in actuality like a seven out of ten. Yeah, because yeah. they're playing like everything, and it's a bit like. You know, there's maybe a bit of resentment that like this has wasted my time by not right. by not doing anything truly outstanding. When the truth of the matter is just like to the average person who plays 
three, four things a year. Mm. It's like, this is fun. I'm having a yeah. good time with it as well. And I, I play three, four things a bloody fucking day, man. Yeah. Oh. I, I think oh. I'm up early in the morning. I skip the walk. I skip the croissant. <laughs> yeah. I'm straight into the game of chair. It's f- People are probably judging it harshly because it does feel dated. Yeah. And it a reviewer's really job is to be at the cutting edge. And, and you even- do play everything that's new and you value innovation and even though they've made a lot of you know they've really tried hard to go it's not an arkham sequel it's sort of like slightly different team yeah yeah, yeah. but it is still carrying that weight of i think people going like well it's been ages since the last arkham what if it's just to be sick if it is just a new one of them it is worse than any of the arkham games and that's the thing like we've we've brought up the arkham games as just a comparison because it is another batman game yeah and uh, and to be clear of like, yeah, this is where it stands into relation that in relation to that. But yeah, all of the reviews I read were more just like the Arkham games are good and this one is bad in comparison. And mm. it's like, it's not as good, mm. but it's not a bad game. It, it's weird because, you know, like I do tend to like things that are innovative and new and, and really get sort of, you know, inspired by that kind of creativity. But this is a good game if it came out you know, eight years ago. And yeah. I think you're totally right that that thing of you and I, I, I definitely have a pretty high tolerance for if I'd have found a 7 out of 10 PS3 game that I'd never played before, right. I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. And this does feel like that. And, yes. And in part because uh, it is technically kind of a mess. Like there's a weird amount of loading for like a PS5 game. Mm. Right. Uh, it is running poorly like the 30 frames thing is one thing and like it looks nice enough and it's a high resolution and when it's at 30 frames i'm not thinking about it but it chugs down under that regularly yeah and that is bothersome in the way that it was with you know a million games on the ps3 did that yeah it really it this is a fun batman ps3 game you'd never heard of that got a strange remaster on the ps5 if you think of it that way this is a good game. Because, yeah, it, like Assassin's Creed is a, is a good comparison because like, I'm having like things where I'll be like, I pressed X to jump. Right. They didn't. It, why aren't you jumping? Sometimes it lets you jump if you're near a ledge, but if you're mm. just standing in the middle of nowhere, it won't jump. Well, sometimes it won't jump onto a ledge, or like Probably. I'll be on like a platform with like a fence around it, and so it's like saying like, press X to perch, mm. and I was like. It's not per- you're giving me the like context sensitive yeah. you know controls and it's mm. not doing it. I've got to walk around, sneak, and then walk around and like then. So it's got some weird like collision detection stuff. Right. And, the controls yeah. and like the the technical side of it are are bad. They are just <laughs> like they're not awful, but it's just like subpar. It's a measurable thing mm-hmm. that you can say is below what is it generally the standard. Yeah. Yep. I think a lot of the design of it though is like very has all been done completely, but it's done well enough in this that I'm enjoying my time with it. And I think, you know, if you don't, don't get this, if you don't like Batman or you don't like open world games, it's not going to change your mind about anything. But if you enjoy that sort of stuff, this is a perfectly fine game. I think because also like, I'm a Batman fan. I'm not a Spider-Man fan. It's big of you to say. Thank you. Um, I'm not a, you know, like I, and I like played those Marvel Spider-Man games Mm -hmm. and we're like, was like this. Oh, these are well-made games, you know. But I didn't particularly feel invested in in the character or the world or anything like that. Um, this is a worse-made game, but I am more of a fan of what they're doing and who they're doing it with. Yeah, right, right. And so, if you are a big Batman fan, but you're not super, you know, persnickety about 
games being AAA, absolutely 100% polished, then yeah. this, this is a game for you. It is fun playing as Batman's supermodel protégés. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam, we got to hear about game number three that you've been playing. Mario yeah. and Rabbids. You want to talk more Mario and Rabbids? Yeah. That was Fuck the third yeah. one. Yeah. Because uh, I think you guys have all both been playing more of it too. I've yeah. been playing more of it than anything else. It's fucking so good. It's so good. It's uh, uh I'm, I, it's I think it's definitely. Well, the first one had this like crazy difficulty spike near the yeah. end, where mm. it just very abruptly got like way harder. I think after the singing guy is yes, my memory of that's it. That's right. Where, yeah. Yeah. This is incrementally kind of ramping up. I'm getting yep. I'm getting stumped pretty regularly. I in it, and also you, I feel like you're having to tweak your team a lot more in this one. I feel like the first one yeah. you could you just picked your your favorites that you even if you just liked them aesthetically or in terms of like personality or just mm. Mario's your favorite character so you're just going to stick with him in your team. This one does feel a lot more like oh no, I've had to actually think about like I just yes. did the fight last night where uh it's like a it's like a big enemy boss that doesn't you don't really do much damage with your weapon, so you oh, have yeah. to like lure it onto these. Yeah, yeah. It'll do this thing when you hit it, where it like jumps into the air and smashes down. So you have to lure it onto these explosive pads. Uh, you then have to hit it, so it like jumps up and triggers the explosive pad mm. and blows itself up. But you then also have to like make sure that your team is all spread enough around, because otherwise it's gonna do you know area of attack. It like. It feels like there's a lot more kind of things like that where you really yes. have to think about like, okay, I need my long range guy. I need my barrier guy. Like, yeah. Your different weapon types will matter way more because mm. like the different sort of objectives that you get that aren't just kill everyone or whatever, the the spread of like Peach's kind of shotgun thing can yep. be really useful to like destroy three of those like gl- globby eyes at once if that's your yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah. I hadn't been using Peach because I was like, oh, I don't really have much... I don't really care about Peach, Peach is that much. Great. And then got her in to do this battle last night, and it's like, oh, she's got a. It's like it lists that she's got a shield thing, but I'm so. I feel like a lot of times in these kinds of things, the shield is like, oh, it reduces damage by ten percent, and no. I always kind of go, ah, not worth it. Hers is like literally, you take no damage in two the hits, area. Two yeah. hits, yeah, right for well, your whole team too. For like, if the team is in that circle, in the in the window, yes, yeah, so, so it's like, good. oh, she's the be- she might be the best one. And you can give them that shit and just charge in, yeah, and not worry about getting hit really in the next round. Yes. Well, see, oh, I don't great. use Peach at all because you also have the Sparks, mm. which have their own customizable abilities. And so I there's a there's a shield one of those. So you just right. pop that on someone who has maybe an attack that is more to your play style. I haven't found I've changed my team at all, really. I've been Mario, Rabbid, Peach, and Luigi. Right. The in- literally, yeah, the entire game. But I have swapped around the sparks occasionally. And you um, get those yeah. few levels where it'll make you be to certain people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those I'm finding fun to just... It, it, it is... I think you said last week that that slow unravel of getting the new characters. I did like that. Yeah. And I am sort of... Um, Having so many options at the start is a little overwhelming for the first while, and I'm it's like classic sort of JRPG stuff where you get people in your party like incrementally, and it, right. and it makes you, yeah, it makes you use all of them enough that by yeah. the but by, by the time it's down to like now you've got ten people to pick three out of, you really feel like I mean Persona is a great example where you mm. you know you're across them all like right. you've, yeah. 
yeah, you're certainly having to like deliberately learn with these ones. But you're right, the amount that they're useful and then like the sparks that have the elemental properties are so much more important than in a lot of similar games because like the resistances and the weaknesses that enemies have, especially later on as they get more and more and more health mm. and they're like their attacks can be so much more dangerous to you. Like there are these cunts that show up later on who can like, you know, do some area of effect thing that will stop you from being able to use your weapons in the next turn. Oh, oh yeah. Right. And you got to get those fucks straight away. Yeah. <laughs> and they're weak to a certain thing and, and, and resistant to a certain thing. So you really need to make sure that like, well, the most capable person of getting to them quickly and destroying them should have ooze or whatever it is. Mm. It's just like, there's so much to think about and that, that initial planning phase when you get to first into a battle and you get to look over the whole thing and then choose your team. I'm doing it every time. I, I'm going yeah, through and the, having yeah. a look at what's there, thinking about it, and I wasn't doing that. I used to one. never do that in the yeah, same and and I haven't been doing it really up until like that battle last night, like right. just getting flogged a bunch of times and being like, Oh, I I gotta get smarter about this. I gotta actually I can't just be charging in and hoping yeah. that it's gonna work out. I've got to actually look at the layout and right. who I'm taking in. I've been charging in. I've been <laughs> just like skipping cutscene. I just want to get to each battle and I'm really enjoying them. Right. And I'm not finding it that difficult. Like I think I'm on the f- fourth planet. The trees and the yeah. island trees. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, yeah, I haven't really encountered any like bottlenecky sort of difficulty spikes. Um, but having said that, it's really fun. I just want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels fantastic. It's so... The the thing that they're doing, they've just fucking honed it down. Yep. The and jumping, you know, and the team jumps and the jump pads. I'm using like, them all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. All Those that jump stuff. pads are great because yeah. you can use as many as you want in the turn. So if you can get from jump pad to jump pad... Yeah. Which generally you can. flying. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Your little area of movement yeah. in that... Battle I just did. It does cover you from pad to pad, That's, so you can yeah. And you just go chuck Luigi spot. in the middle, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck you!" Oh, actually, Luigi gets two jumps for me though. Yes. Oh, so yeah. as you as you build people, and I've just been doing the um, autofill. Oh yeah. Uh, the, oh, the the yeah. skill tree stuff. Yes, yeah, I am. So sometimes they'll have a new ability, and I'm like, "Oh, what's that?" Mm. <laughs> because I'm not paying fucking attention to that part. Yeah. It's such a good game. If you've got a Switch, Sparks of Hope is, uh, I reckon. An official must buy. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a layer. The only thing I don't like about my it game of the year list. minor. This is a minor niggle, mm. um, and it's it, you know it's complete taste. But uh, I kind of, I think the worst thing about it is the Ubisoftness of it. There's like a, I kind of wish this had been, maybe like given back over to Nintendo for just that like extra twenty to thirty percent of right. like polish of like, you know the UI is all a little bit like. You know, a little like kind of chunky yep. and a bit like it just doesn't have that like elegance that yep. an intent. It's weird seeing these characters in a menu that's kind of got that like borderline like Comic Sans sort of look to it is yeah. is like a bit jarring to me. But I I kind of agree. I think you said last week, and I agree with this that there's more rabbits than Mario in it now, and I'm not loving that ratio. There's more Ubisoft being allowed to do. It feels like a bit more. Yeah, them just being allowed to run with what yeah. they want. I mean, the That's, design of yeah. the the new character Edge is a bit like it's such a dank looking character. It's just yeah. a bit like dank is in bad. Yes, dank is <laughs> in swamp, not dank is in like <laughs> hell. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. I, I get, maybe because I didn't play the first one as much as you guys did. Right. I forgot the 
how charming it was to see those actual sort of mixed together characters. Yeah, like Rabbit Kong was like the first boss. It's like, yeah, it's a giant and you were fighting, rabbit with a little Donkey Kong tie. Yeah. You were fighting more Coopers and stuff like that. Right. And in this one, they're, they're mostly just some rabbit. Originally, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and it's so, uh, yeah. a tiger for some reason. Right. It's not yeah. something that like really... It doesn't impact the gameplay, or I no. It's not. It's still not like a neg. It's not making me enjoy it any less. It's a quirk. It's, it's, it's more yeah. just as a point of personal taste. It's like oh, I wish there was. Yeah, I wish there was maybe like yeah, just twenty to thirty percent more of that like th- overall polish on it. Mm. We sort of mentioned this last week, but I remembered more specific parts of it too. Of like the voices are so fucking weird. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that your little vacuum cleaner guy is speaking his. Full lines all of the time, mm-hmm. yeah. And him and the AI are literally the only ones to do that. And he sounds like C three PO when he had no voice in the. He just had it's the little so beeping. weird. And that was charming, but right. now he's like, oh Mario. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I in the in the first one as well, they were just like blah and whatever, like yeah. those noises. But now Rabbit Peach is like selfie, and it's just all a bit. <laughs> it can sometimes be a bit annoying. Mm. I like Rabbit Mario. I'll I'll cop all of this because sure. I really like Ma- Rabbit oh, Mario. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but this I don't I I play this with the sound down. I've listened to music or put podcasts on. This is one of those ones of like I'm playing a I'm Just playing a, chess, a silent room, and you're zipping through it as fast <laughs> yeah, as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. Skipping yeah. the cutscenes, Ben could just be playing like the demo before they've like the you know the internal like yeah. beta yeah, before they yeah. the alpha before they put any just like, white cubes and yeah. cones and well, cause, stuff. Because this game, like the previous one, is not. It's not a platformer. It's not a story. You know, this is chess. This is Tetris. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is like this is about the mechanics of it and and it the is. strategy of it. That that it's worth emphasizing again that creativity you get from that by being able to freely run around mm. and the the nightmare of realizing fuck I could have run Peach back here to get yeah. us this ability to do that and then it would have been over. Yeah, but I fucking had a shoot too early. Yeah, just like her dad, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, uh, like. Having the first like battle that you lose because like oh I should have been positioning better you know because yeah. right? like in like the first pretty much entire world I was just like yeah I got my three characters just move them together stay behind cover just go towards the enemies sort of at the same time and then yeah the first time it's like oh no if you like outflanked these ones yeah. or you yeah used one to 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 team jump to over there it uh it just opens up the game in another way i or love trigger, sending yeah. luigi off on his own little mission on that side mm-hmm. while the other two go do something over this side so that we can get it all done in one turn right yeah. right, right. Yeah. both of mario and luigi's things where if someone if an enemy moves they get shot yeah. like triggering them at the wrong point where you like you you're moving Luigi around so you get him to do his shot, then you'd like activate that steely stare thing for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thinking like, okay, well this person's gonna move and then that'll in the next turn that'll take them out. But then you have someone else do something that like blows someone up and yeah. they like fly up into the air and yeah, then he uses it and it's yeah. like, ah oh, no, they were already dead. That's such a waste of a move. You wanna yeah. just get on the radio with it be like, Luigi, stand down <laughs> But even like Luigi's attack getting stronger the further away he is from an enemy. Yes, right. like, yes. There's so many That's little, great. little aspects that... Doesn't you know, it kill you complexity. when you feel like you've got him lined up perfectly, but there's like one little bit of cover or like, in between that's like, like comes yeah. up 0%. Yeah. It's like, uh, fuck! It's a good fucking game, dude. Yeah. It's a great-ass game. 
All right. Well, and this has been a great ass podcast. <laughs> I got to tell you about the the Call of Duty stuff. I'll be real quick. But yeah. After, oh right, I, I forgot we were going to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's us for this week. Filthycasuals.com.au. We got the Patreon on there. Yes. Get a bonus episode every week. Check out the Bandcamp stuff. Check out all our YouTube videos. We got hundreds of stuff videos up on there. Yeah. Long plays, one offs, all sorts of stuff. Uh, we'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals... I genuinely just had a sip of Monster Energy. Here's what's wrong with Call of Duty. <laughs> and I will spoil the thing here. So if yep. you don't want to know spoilers about the campaign, there's... Okay. If you're the person listening on a motorbike and you have to pull over to tap your headphone <laughs> to stop the podcast from playing, this has been your opportunity to do so. Here's the warning. Call of Duty spoilers incoming. Watch out. Breach. Breach. Um, so, all right. There's the story I'll give you just some moments. Okay. Some some examples. Yep. There's this guy, I forget his name, but he's like the 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 the, the, the terrorist villain. Okay. He thinks he's a freedom fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh you the first thing you do in the game is kill the general who he then replaces. Okay. You're killing the number one. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's the number two and rises to be the leader. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're tracking him down for a bunch of the game. Okay. You catch him. Oh. You catch him by going to a town, I believe in Mexico, because he's trying to smuggle missiles into the US, mm-hmm. and you're shooting up a petrol station and a school and all these things from the air, destroying them in order to kill his men. Mm-hmm. And then you catch him, take him out into the desert, and they're like, uh, we got to let him go. Because international law says we got to let him go. You didn't fucking give a shit about it until now. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it did, don't. Yeah. There's no way that international law says you're not allowed to take in this war criminal. Mm. Yep. I don't believe you. <laughs> and if it is true, show me the document in this cutscene. Because yep. no fucking way. Yeah. And if you're suddenly going to abide by it now, then why weren't you a minute ago? It's yeah. like that thing where people people commented a lot on this in Xenoblade Chronicle Three. It's a very Zen fuck Xenoblade Chronicles Three. It's a very JRPG. Thing. I'm going to cut out where you said it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very like JRPG thing to have like a boss fight where you you know it takes you ages yeah. and you're launching these devastating attacks and you get the health down to zero and the person dies and then there's a cutscene where they're like. I'm actually fine. Yeah, like, yeah. and then they like out of here. they well, run away and they like you. Yeah. kill yeah, yeah. you know they kill off one of your characters. It's like yeah. why? But I just why did I just do all of that it's if that, you were then gonna like? But it's not. It's all story. Yeah, right. it's like not even like oh I'll make the concession that you know of course they had to have me play some of the game at some point. It's fucking weird because then you find out that this guy General Shepard, who's an American general who's sending you on all these missions, is trying to cover up the fact that he accidentally lost these missiles that this this terrorist cell has been able to get via some ultranationalist Russians. Mm. They sold them these missiles because they stole them from an American convoy. Right. Well, he, the whole thing is him trying to cover up his fuck up. If he'd have killed that guy who you captured right then, fuck up covered. Yeah, yeah. It was in his interests <laughs> to do it. And he breaks a ton of other international laws to try and cover up this fuck up. But at this point, he's like, damn it. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense at all. It really made me mad. Because, like, 
obviously it's small, but they're putting so much importance on all these little things and like, ah, we got to let him go and all price and stuff. Are like, why? Mm. And it's you could also then, this is the problem with this plot hole too, is you could have had him be in league with the guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that would have made sense why he lost, in quotes, the missiles. Yeah. It would have made sense why he didn't want to kill his ally. Yep. But that's not even the fucking case. Fuck. Later on, you're working with this PMC, a private military company. Uh-huh. And um, you're Mexican Special Forces, and it's an American PMC, and you get back to your Mexican Special Forces base, and the PMC says, by the way, this base is ours now. The general in America said we could have it. Well, fucking, I thought that he didn't want to do international war crimes. <laughs> he just gave away a Mexican base to a private company. And that, like, it doesn't make it because then they just start shooting at you. They destroy <laughs> this Mexican town, like, killing the civilians horrifically. It's got, man, there's a bit in it. I forgot to say this. This isn't a spoiler. There's a part where you, uh, you cross over the Mexican border as Me- Mexican special forces. You're going into, like, a southern United States town, mm. running through it, trying to capture this guy who's running away. And you go through people's houses and the prompt is um, hold left trigger to de-escalate. Left trigger points your gun at a cunt. Oh. You point, it literally says point your gun at someone to de-escalate this situation. <laughs> it's the fucking stupidest shit. It's so, so dumb in oh. all those ways that like just aren't fun because they're not fun dumb. They're just like this Annoying. bad story mm. you've written doesn't make internal sense. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. the general be a fucking alien. I don't give a shit. Like have anything ridiculous happen, but have it make sense that it was ridiculous for the whole time. Mm. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, I want to play the multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. has, has it been re- well reviewed? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people are waiting for the full thing to launch to oh, try yeah. multiplayer first. Yeah, yeah. I think the single player on its own has possibly not been. Mm. I think the reception to it has been similar to to my feelings yeah. about it of like, what are you doing? Yeah, fucking, it's fucking stupid. Go back to being a cop mm. and quit that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. 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 <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.